2: Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michaels Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com.
3: It's that time of night, you can't stay up tight. So come and join the people and I'm feeling alright.
0: He run
4: over, not America.
5: Oh, not
4: America. Oh
6: boy, how about those last two hours, huh? That is the hour one and hour two of the Ann Keefe radio documentary tomorrow night, same time from 9 till 11. Hour three will play and then the bonus hour, which is a full hour of Ann Keefe with Bruce Bradley from 1990. What I decided to do was take a show and I thought this would be fun to do. I thought it would be interesting if you had an opportunity to hear Ann Keefe. In the wild, to get an idea of what one of her shows would sound like, and she was just so good with Bruce Bradley that I thought this is going to be awesome. So, if you enjoyed these last couple of hours, I really hope you you had a chance to sit back and relax. And, like I said in the first hour, I said, This is for the Dugs of the world that just you know, the song you just heard, the Overnight America song. That's Doug and Donna, who came into the studio. They played a full hour of songs, and Doug came up with the song, and and Doug and Donna came in and performed it. It was so awesome. And I I think about those that really have enjoyed KMOX over the years, and there's so many people that have. I know Ann Keefe was a big part of it for so many. And a lot of people forget that Ann Keefe came in 16 years after At Your Service launched in 1960. February 29th of 1960, 16 years afterwards. But if you would just do a quick poll of most people, they would have said, oh, yeah, she was there from the start. She had that feel to her. She she felt like she belonged. It never felt like she was someone that was an outsider. She came in and was welcomed and embraced because of his, uh, because of the talent she was able to bring to the table. I don't know if any of Ankew's family were listening because you heard a lot from Chris one of her sons, during this uh, uh, show. And I, I really hope Chris was listening. If not, that's okay, because we are going to post this podcast to the show. I think I'm going to do it Thursday morning. So if you missed the last couple of hours, or maybe you came in midway through, that's okay. I will post it as a podcast online, but I'm not doing it until Thursday, which means, uh, <laughs> well, there's two things you can do if you miss the last few hours. One, we're going to replay it from midnight until 2 a.m. So if you want to hear an encore presentation of the first two hours, do it there. Or you can uh, listen to the last half of the documentary, which will be tomorrow night from 9 until 11. And then go and listen to the podcast and be able to get it all from there. You know, if you have any impressions or you want to talk about Anke, you can. It's always better to talk things like this. I almost am so engulfed by politics and engulfed by all the news that's going on. Every single day I look at the news. And you know what? I can't even get away with it when I'm talking to my son. We do this thing on Saturdays where we try to go out and just me and him. We go and we do our thing, and I let him pick what we get to do. Did a corn maze this weekend, which was pretty cool. Uh, we went, and I let him pick anywhere. I said, "You can we can go get ice cream, whatever you want to eat. He picks Sonic, so the fast food chain. I think he likes it because they bring it to your car and he doesn't have to get out (laughs) and he can get, you know, ice cream with it. So he chose wisely. It was delicious. So we did that. And you know what he likes to talk about? I I say, okay, do you want to talk about school? Do you want to talk about your friends? Do you want to talk about what you see on TV? Do you have any questions about things? We do this one game where I pretend to be the dog, our family dog, and I'll ask him, hey, um. There's this weird thing that happens every once in a while. Like, it's it's bright and sunny, and then all of a sudden it gets dark outside. What's that all about? You know, I'll, I'll ask questions on behalf of the dog, and he has to explain to me day and night. And I, it's a good exercise. It's actually a pretty fun thing to do. But you know what he likes to do lately? He asks me about the government. He wants to know about the government. He wants to know about what things that happen in other countries. I think it's because some of the TV shows he'll watch will travel around the world and, like, oh, here's different cultures, and here's how they do different things. But when I talk about the United States and we talk about government, uh, he's so interested. He's so into it. I don't know. Maybe he's a future politician. And I pray every night that's not the case. (laughs) I say, please don't. (laughs) Please, Lord. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, I know. Please, please, please don't do that. But I, um, all all kidding aside, he's, uh, he's a wonderful kid. I love doing that. But I can't get away from politics all that much. So if you want to distract me, if you want to talk about Anki, if you want to talk about Classic KMOX, or maybe something you heard in the special that you learned new, or just in general, you can do that. I'm giving you this option. If um, no one calls in at this point, we're talking stimulus package. Ugh. You know, there's there's two different people that have come out about the stimulus package. One is Kevin O'Leary. And he's a Canadian, so I don't even know why he's talking about American politics. Maybe he's talking mostly about Canada, but he's weighing in on what we should do here in the United States. Kevin O'Leary. And the other one is Mark Cuban. He's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, and he's also on Shark Tank with Kevin O'Leary. They do that TV show together. Outspoken Mark Cuban guy. Uh, You know, I don't have a problem with Mark Cuban in general. I think he's a pretty genuine guy, a straightforward guy, super liberal. So I don't really see eye to eye with him, but he is someone that I at least have respect for because I don't see him as someone that's, you know, eh, too phony, I should say. Now, he's like every other owner in the NBA where he hides behind the shield of the league in order to make up for China. But uh, at least I feel like I can ask him about it without him uh, standing up and leaving the room because he's got the marching orders or whatever it is. So, see, already, I can't even talk about one person, Mark Cuban, without getting on a whole sidetrack. Ugh, please take me away from this. Let's go to uh, Sandra before we go to break. Welcome to Overnight America. Um, Hi, Sandra. Are you there?
7: Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me?
6: I can, yeah.
7: Okay. Uh, First of all, I'd like to tell you that I certainly love your show, and I love hearing about your family. That's, that's so sweet. You seem like such a, a wonderful family. Oh, it um, is great. Thank you. Yes. And I'm calling back Ann Keith. I listened to her for years, and she was wonderful. She was so intelligent and always interesting, funny. She, just, she was just the whole bowl of wax. <laughs> And I just listened to her as often as I could. I I really had great respect for her.
6: Uh, How many years did you listen to KMOX? uh,
7: Well, (laughs) I've been... Listening to KMOX since I was a little girl because my dad used to listen to the ball games
6: all the time. Oh, great. Let and me ask I'm, you this, because one thing Ann Keith mentioned, and I, I don't want to cut you off, I'm sorry, but she said that a lot of her appeal is that it felt like she spoke for women, and that's oh, yeah. what she connected with the audience. It was yeah. something that, you know, Jack Buck can connect with an audience, but in a different way. Ann Keefe was able to step in and do something that the rest of the personalities couldn't. I mean, she was the first, what, female interviewer? Here at yeah. KMOX and really in St. Louis. So, did you connect with her that way?
7: Oh yeah, uh, she was a woman uh, really ahead of her time, yeah. and she just commanded your attention. And she she was so well versed on everything that she spoke about, um, you know. And yeah, I felt like I knew her, even though I didn't, of course, wow. but. Uh, I just almost cried when she was going to retire because Um, I just missed her so much. And there's so many wonderful people on your station, but she was just a a person in my heart.
6: Yeah, well, that makes sense. Sandra, thank you so much for calling in. And that's one of the nicest things you can say about anyone. She was a person in your heart. Oh, I love that.
7: Okay. Thank you very
6: much. All right, have a great night. I know, uh, let's do this real quick. Let's go to Chris, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America.
7: Hi, Ryan. Great show. Love Ann Keefe and loved to listen to her when I was younger. And I've been listening to Camwick since I was a little kid, getting the school closings in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> of
6: course. That's a tradition. And I'm you know, 72 now. Uh huh. So you, when you hear school closings anymore, do you pay attention?
7: Um, no, because our. Kids are, like, in their 40s, so no, I don't listen to school closings anymore.
6: Yeah, I didn't know if it'd be something comforting. You hear it, and it just brings back the memories of what it was like when you were younger.
7: No, I'm asleep when that's on, believe me. (laughs) I sleep late. (laughs) But you you have a wonderful show, and she was a wonderful person, and I so thank you for doing this special.
6: Wonderful. Well, thank you, Chris. I'm so glad uh, you called in to say that. Have a great night.
7: You too. And, bye. Uh,
6: and please sleep in in the morning. There'll be no school closings, but yes, please sleep in. There hasn't been much in the way of school closings. With everything going virtual anymore, it feels like most uh, schools are going to opt for that with the infrastructure in place. Maybe, maybe school closures in general and days off for kids are out the window in the future. So we're going to take a couple of your calls. I'm so glad people are calling in. I thought, oh man, I'm going to go. I'm going to talk Mark Cuban and stimulus, and I'm thinking to myself, please. Please let someone want to call in and talk about Ankeef. So if you want to, 314-436-7900. We have some great calls coming up from you, the guests, on Overnight America KMOX.
2: St. Louis's morning news. Total information a.m. Weekday mornings at 5 on KMOX and KMOX.com.
6: I really hope you enjoyed the Ankeef radio special. We can talk about it here. I'd actually like to. You know, it's part one. That means part two is tomorrow night. And part two starts at the same time, nine o'clock tomorrow night. If you enjoyed it tonight, you're going to love it again tomorrow. Let's go to Doug. Oh, so good to see him calling in. Welcome to Overnight America.
8: All
3: I
6: can say, (laughs) excuse me, all I can say is bravo, my friend. I'm so glad. I, I mentioned you at the start of the show. And I said, well, I, I put these together, yeah, <laughs> thinking about you. I, I want to think about mm-hmm. someone that would sit back and just soak it in, has loved KMOX and would just enjoy hearing some of the old voices again. And I'm glad that you had a chance to listen tonight.
3: Well, I really enjoyed it. I was, I'm, I'm uh, sitting on my patio as we speak, and I sat back, and I enjoyed my listening to you and my nice cigar and my little glass of Jack Daniels. I was having just a real nice time. And uh, it's just wonderful. I, I think to myself, you know, I must have been in a in a previous life. I must have been one of these people that they had the big Philco radio and set, you know, set, and <laughs> and listened to it.
6: Tubes everywhere. endless hours. <laughs> these because, things heating them up. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Uh-huh. Because you know, Bye. with with my situation with the with the vision thing, you know, I'm an auditory person, and uh, I learn so much more by listening than any other medium, you know, yeah. and, uh, it's, it's really, really, really entertaining. Cam Wex has always been entertaining, but this stuff here, I mean, you, uh, putting these things together, they should hire you at one of these museums to put their things together for them and, and for audio presentations and stuff, because mm. man, you're, you're amazing with these things. They're, they're great.
6: Oh, thank you. I, you know, I love doing it. I, I like to do it based around broadcasters and broadcasting. I just, I like to mm-hmm. really lean into the history of the radio station, and there's so much history at KMOX. I don't know if I could do this on just random things if I didn't have an interest in it. I mean, there's a lot of things I do like, and I would enjoy doing something like this. But, uh, you know, being able to do it for radio broadcasters and try to preserve some of radio history, that's the sad thing about radio stations. It's universally not kept up when it came to their archives. It's very very universally um, just poor at saving its own history. So we're lucky KMOX has a lot of history saved.
3: All I wanted to say is, if you ever decide to do one on Jack Buck, mm-hmm. uh, there is a cut on a. There was a CD that was released after he passed, and uh, I got the CD, of course. And there's a there's a track on there where Jonathan Winters came into the broadcast booth during a game,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and yeah, and Whip Willis, Whip Willis, right, right?
6: Yeah, that would be included. Is now, I, past- I, you know, it's funny, Doug. Here's here's part of the idea because. I thought I could do these specials and I can do the biggest names first and I can do Jack mm-hmm. Buck and I can do Jack Carney. And I was talking yep. to some people about it and this is what they said. They said, there's a million things that people have already done on Jack Buck. So no that's one's true. done anything on Ann Keefe. You know, no one's ever done anything on oh, Jack yeah, White sure. or Robert Highland. So how about you do these first because the other ones, they've already oh, yeah. received their accolades. So I thought, okay, that's actually a really good idea. So I will eventually get to them and oh, I yeah. just don't know when, yeah. but eventually there'll be time for that.
3: Oh, believe, believe me, I'm not complaining. Uh, I, I think <laughs> it's uh, wonderful. These are great specials, and this one for Mr.
6: Highland. I hope you uh, achieve your goal of getting him to the Hall of Fame because he deserves to be there. I hope so too. I'm hoping next year the the push that we made this year will carry over for consideration. I just hope next year's the year. So, hey, Doug, thank you very much for the call. Good to hear from you. Yeah, it's always good to hear, Doug. And he's the one that performed and wrote the opening theme song that you hear, the Overnight America theme song. Let's go to Karen in Tennessee. Hey, Karen, what's going on?
1: I really wanted to let you know I enjoyed the Ann Keith special.
6: Oh, that's wonderful. She was a very special lady, wasn't she?
1: Yes. uh, I didn't hear her very much while she was on there, but I heard her enough I knew the name.
6: Mm Mm-hmm. She, she was a popular name in the sense that when, when there was something going on, you knew Ann Keefe was going to bring it to you. And she had a nice perspective to her. I never watched her on Donnybrook again because I wasn't living in St. Louis at the time. But there are some that have been archived. And I've been able to see what she's like in a panel discussion. So many people respected her. And she was so great at any role she was in. And I can see that now. I, I can see why so many people loved her. Um, are you going to listen tomorrow night for part two of the special? yes oh great you're really gonna like it because it talks about the Donnie brook and it also talks about her later years after she was really retired and what she decided to do there and then you'll hear a full hour of her show back from 1990 i, th- I think you're really gonna like it so hey karen thank you so much for calling in may, good to hear from you
1: may, may i ask how uh her last name is spelled because i don't know if it with a th or with an f or
6: oh yeah so it's k e e f e. Oh
1: okay, well that clarifies yeah, so. things.
6: Yep. For no problem. Because hey. I
1: just always thought it was k ah, <laughs> e yeah,
6: i t h Ah yeah, I can see that unless you see it printed somewhere. Hey Karen, have a yeah. great night. Thank you very much for calling in. Thank you. Uh, I think that's great. Oh, Big Al's calling in. Well, we're in for some trouble. How are you, Big Al?
9: Hey bud.
6: What's going on?
9: And Keith used to put me in timeout when i get all wound up.
6: Oh, boy. You got to tell me the story. What does that mean?
9: No, I can't. But <laughs> anyway, when I would go crazy on Donnybrook, when i watch her on Donnybrook, and you know me as a red Republican, she would put me in timeout, but I love her to death. I love her. And Bob Highland and... All the people from Camel X, then, you know, we're a flyover, but we, uh, we're we a breeding ground for a lot of broadcasters. It's and
6: remarkable the I'm, talent at this radio station really is.
9: And, uh, Dan is beyond me, but that's a whole other story. But I just <laughs> want to say I love you, Rex. And um, I'm uh, running. I'm trying to help Joe Biden run for Senate.
1: uh, (laughs) Yes.
9: Yeah. And uh, I'm raising money for his Senate campaign. So um, he he wants to join. He wants to
6: join. You know that Mormon. That (laughs) did you hear that line too? Yeah, you
9: know that guy, the Mormon dude. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Miguel. Hey, (laughs) both Trump. Vote
6: early, vote often. Love you, bud. All right. Bye, Big Al. (laughs) I knew we were in for some trouble. All right, so he would be put into timeout, so I guess he would call into Donnybrook, too. Man, is there a show Big Al doesn't call into? Isn't that great? He's calling into PBS, too. Let's go to Mark. Welcome to Overnight America. Are you in New Mexico right now? Is this the DJ?
10: Yes, to be exact. Uh, I used to live in Brentwood, though, and... uh, You know, getting Camel I mean, X on AM anymore is not so feasible as it used to be, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm blind and I now have a Google Home that I can command it to stream it in, and so I was able to hear the whole first night of the special on Ann Keith, and I probably learned more about her tonight than I ever knew about her at the time when I used to live there.
1: Yeah,
6: there's uh, so many stories there. So, yeah, the first two hours were tonight. Hopefully you'll get a chance to listen tomorrow night, too, because you'll learn an awful lot more.
10: Well, you you came on at 9 o'clock. My my friends are in Jeff City, and so you're on Central Time, and I got you at 8 o'clock because I knew you were going to be coming on, so I timed it perfectly, and I'm going to do the same tomorrow night. So we lived here 16 years. We love it, but God knows we need rain. (laughs)
6: <laughs> so you use this Google device in order to stream KMOX. It's pretty easy for you to do that. You just talk to it?
10: Exactly. I just say, hey, Google stream. I, I pick up, uh, you know, you've heard of K, uh, KWMU. I listen to that. I listen to a station in Wichita that's connected with the university there. And I have a station in Greenville, Tennessee, that I some, where Dad was born and raised. I can even pull that one up. It's WGRV. So... I have a host of stations, and I can also. It defines words if I question it, just like a dictionary or the symptoms of an ailment. It uh, it's it's got some limits, but it does. It's it's quite versatile. It's it's. I've never had anything like it before.
6: Really? Could you? So you could ask the device, like, "Hey, uh, who's Ann Keefe, and it would come up with an answer.
10: It probably. I haven't tried hers yet, but I imagine uh, it. Uh, you know, it may or may not because. This is kind of set up for Albuquerque. I suspect it might not know anything about St. Louis people, but oh, I, I am going to ask something about Alex Smith, the football player, because I don't know. I I never found out what team he played for, but uh, oh. the one that hurt his leg real bad.
6: Yeah, I'm going to look it up real so, quick, so I, I, I don't know.
10: I can fill out symptoms for an ailment. like I'm, I used to be a transcriptionist, and so I can say what symptoms of measles, it'll give that, you name it. Mm. I mean, it gets pretty graphic.
6: Let's see, Alex Smith, does uh, he play for Washington right now? It's not called the yeah, Redskins I mean, anymore.
10: He that bad leg that they didn't yeah. think he was going to make. But at any rate, I heard the game with Tennessee, and I think they were winning before Ann Keefe's special came on and got to hear the special, so I think that pretty much made my night, and I'm fixing to head for bed. And as an afterthought, um, I don't know where he is now, but I remember I used to speak with uh, – John Grayson, so if anybody crossed paths with him, uh, whoever it is can ref- uh, relate to him that I'm still out here because I've, I was here when I last spoke with him when he used to do Overnight and uh-huh. I'm glad that uh, you're there now, and uh, I don't know how long you've been on it, but uh, uh, glad to have you, and just glad to hear your, yeah. your program.
6: Okay. Well, good. Well, thank you very much, Mark. Good to hear from you tonight. Always uh, nice to hear people that are streaming uh, from other states. Yeah, isn't that amazing how these devices work where you can just talk straight into it? Hey, uh, play KMOX. Pretty easy. All right, we're going to take a look at your weather coming up in a few minutes. And just like uh, Mark, you can listen to part two of the radio special tomorrow night from 9 until 11, wherever you decide to. It could be 11, 20 a.m. It could be on your smart device. If you're close enough to the transmitter over on the Illinois side, you can just open up your stove and listen to it vibrate off of it. That's how powerful KMOX is at night. I'm pretty sure it works that way. This is Overnight America
0: KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything mom and dad. ...will always be worth it. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023.
2: News Radio 1120 KMOX. The voice
6: of the Cardinals. Thanks again for hanging out with us on Overnight America we'll be here live for the next 20 minutes or so and then at midnight it's a replay of the first 2 hours of the Ankeef radio special documentary I worked on and I I'm so happy that you're enjoying it. And thank you for everyone that called in to say that you were enjoying it. So tonight, uh, you'll get the replay after midnight. So even if you heard it and you just want to sit back and listen to it again, you can. But I'm not going to post it on the podcast until Thursday. So once both specials have aired, so part one and part two, I'll put it together and we'll put it online. So hopefully, if you wanted to share it with someone, maybe someone that couldn't stay up this late, hey, I get it. You'll be able to find it on there. So I let's let's just cover this just real quick. I didn't want to cover too much of it. I didn't want to get too much into politics, but it seems to be uh, pretty much uh, can't get away. Two people are coming out with their ideas of what should happen with the stimulus, and one person who does not like what's going on with the stimulus is Nancy Pelosi, who was on with CNN and did not like Wolf Blitzer asking the question. It's not even a hard question, which is, why didn't you take the latest stimulus deal? It's not a difficult question it's not a gotcha moment but apparently she was very offended by the notion of hey uh so why didn't you take this and basically that's just teeing up an easy question for her if she's coming from a different perspective she can say it's very simple because this 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 and this isn't in it we need this in it very simple for her but that's not the way she took it so how about we try to figure out what some people think kevin o'leary Known as Mr. Wonderful. He's on Shark Tank. That's how I know him. I think he's dabbled with the idea of running for some higher office inside of Canada. He is a Canadian. He's done other business things. Um, I think he's a billionaire. I don't know. They make it sound like he's got a lot of money. But he is one of the sharks with Mark Cuban, who also has an idea of what should happen with the stimulus. So this is what he was asked. CNBC asked it. And basically, he said he would like to see weekly support for the next 14 months for anyone that's unemployed. If you're unemployed because of the pandemic, you get some money and that's how he thinks it should be done. So let me bring this up real quick. Mr. Wonderful himself. I think he calls himself that, too, doesn't he? If you were if you were Don, the nickname Mr. Wonderful, would you also call yourself that? Make sure other people do it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not Kevin. It's Mr. Wonderful. Please address me by my full name. So here's what he said to CNBC. They did a little video online for it. I would
5: like to take care of people, not shareholders. So I would prefer to have a... Tra-
6: you know what that sounds... It, it reminds me of Bill Clinton. I can see him putting his fists down and like his thumbs out. You know, if, if, you, if you know someone that... Doesn't know how to make a fist and they put their thumb out to the one side. You know, they're going to break their thumb if they actually punch something with it. But Bill Clinton did that. He would like put his fist out and he put his thumb up to the side like this. And he'd say, I need you to listen very carefully. And he'd do that thing with his lips sometimes. But that's kind of what I imagine. Kevin O'Leary trying to do the politician pose while he's saying, uh, not shareholders, but people. So
5: I would prefer to have a transitional support of unemployment for those that are leaving industries and sectors that are out of favor, like movie theaters, like certain restaurants that are never going to come back, like airlines, like cruise ships. I don't care about the shareholders. They made that investment, and unfortunately, that investment didn't work out. Happens to every shareholder. That's why you need diversification. But for people, I would like to...
6: You know, by the way, he would have been so popular back during the Obama administration if he said that about the auto industry. Hey, hey, some, share- some shareholders, oh, uh, they just don't work out. So, hey, sorry, auto. <laughs> he would have been so popular. Imagine that. Imagine someone that's a billionaire going up in front of a TV screen and being recorded for CNBC and saying, hey, you're part of a bad industry, so hey, too bad. Uh, you, you put your money into this and it's no longer any good. What, what does that say about uh, confidence in those industries too? Like it, it's pretty much killing those industries because imagine a national figure comes out and then somehow gets the government to react in a certain way. So hey, you're, you're going to die off as an industry anyway. So too bad for anyone that's invested in it. Oh boy, that's not a great way to help. The markets, but but
5: for people, I would like to see a four hundred dollar a week support for the next fourteen months. We don't need the twelve hundred dollar check to everybody anymore because a lot of those people have now found work again. I'd rather support those that do not have a job. There's nothing worse than someone saying, "I'd rather stay unemployed." The government's giving me free money. That doesn't make sense either. So four hundred should work.
6: All right. So six hundred's too much. Four hundred is, uh, I guess, the sweet spot. If you're coming from an industry that is contracting instead of expanding yeah, it's interesting because we have other programs that are similar to that so probably something you didn't know is i think this is during the obama administration i don't think this stretches back to the bush administration but let's say your job was shipped overseas and it goes to show you just how sad things were if the strategy is we're just going to lose your job to overseas you know, credit to Donald Trump, who at least tried to make it a point to bring jobs back. But let's just say, OK, things are what they are. So you're, you, if your job goes to Mexico or China or whatever, and now you're out of a job, um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pay for your community college classes in order for you to try to find another in, another uh, uh, job. Like we want you to be able to work. So if you're someone that was at a job that wasn't as skilled, or maybe it's skilled, but you, were, you didn't have as much training like a college education necessary for it. OK, we'll we'll get you classes and pick the career field you want to go to and we'll pay for it. And we'll help you. Well, it didn't help with the unemployment or any other things. It just strictly paid for the college classes. Isn't that a crazy Band-Aid? <laughs> that does kind of sound like it stretches back to the Obama administration, but it was a bad Band-Aid. Uh, it, it'd be better off to try to encourage jobs to stay here you know, encourage jobs that are of a good wage. I think those are all things that should be happening. But, you know, this, this um, 400 a week indefinitely for the next, you know, year and some, I don't know if that's the best way to go. What does Mark Cuban say? Well, he actually goes even further. Mark Cuban says that every American household should receive a $1,000 stimulus check every two weeks for the next two months. So two, every two weeks for two months. So what is that, Four or $5,000? Depending on when it starts, if you want to play it right. Yeah. Okay. So you just want to add an extra 5000 So what we're talking about for most, depending on the household, you might have made that depending on how big your family was, you know, 1200 per uh, adult and then 500 per kid. That's still a dependent. I guess technically there was a chance for that happening for a one-time payment. And that's what they're kind of talking about. Again, the numbers of what they're looking for in a second stimulus would be right around there. But imagine even going higher on that. Man. We're looking at some pretty difficult times ahead when it comes to our national debt times that we have to go back to world war II to see uh, where we are owing more money than what we're making. It's been a long time since that's happened. So you want to pile even more on top of that. Whew. That's a tough one to swallow too. Let's go to Dan. Who's calling in. Welcome to overnight America, Dan.
2: Uh, thanks for taking my call. Wonderful show as always. I got three quick things. Number one, the Ann Keith show is fantastic. I remember Back in the 80s in my heydays, I used to listen to her at night when I was driving over the road and everything. Wonderful mm-hmm. person. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that she's not on the air no more and that she's not with us anymore. And it's a very mm-hmm. great show that you have with her.
6: Oh, well, thank you.
2: And then the other thing is that, you know, when you were talking about Mr. Wonderful, the first thing that comes to my mind is Mr. Wonderful, Paul Arndorf, the wrestler. <laughs> um, that, that's that's the first thing that comes to my mind when you're talking about Mr. Wonderful, and,
1: and
2: yeah. that that that's funny that, that thing. But the main thing I was, the main reason I was calling is that what's going to happen when we give everybody all this money from the stimulus before and the stimulus now, whenever it happens, what's going to happen when this country goes into major depression and we're going to have a heck of a time trying to get out of it and and, and it's money, and I was wondering uh, what you thought your answers would be to that.
6: Yeah, and thank you, Dan, for your call. I think the hard thing that we have to realize is that when this virus, the unpredictability of the virus, which could lead to even tougher times, like let's say there is a second outbreak. Let's say there are tough decisions and a lot of states decide to go back to where they were. Let's say there's a lot of businesses that can't afford a second shutdown, but they do it anyway. So what's going to happen? we're just going to do a third stimulus and a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. I think that what you should do is wait and see if there's going to be another second major outbreak of this thing. And, you don't do anything until that point because what you don't want to do is to do a second stimulus right now where it's not, you know, it would be questionable of the, the impact. We know the first stimulus had a very positive impact. It was necessary to spend that money because ultimately in the end, you probably uh, saved a lot of money by spending all that money. And it's still a difficult thing to do. But when you do it this time around, we're starting to see jobs come back. We're starting to see a lot of the industries um, start to pop back up because of the uh, regulations starting to be lifted when it came to the lockdowns. We're starting to see more and more people try to get back to normal. You know, kids are going to school and sports. We're playing that. And it's not like everything's exactly back to normal. I mean, I think a lot of people wish that they could go back to the economy before all of this, and it's not quite there, but we're doing a lot better than we were in March, April, May, a lot, lot better. And all indications point that we're going to continue to trend in that direction. I think, if anything, what we're doing right now is more or less a luxury we cannot afford. And what we should really be doing is preparing for the future if there is a second one, so we don't have to make things a lot, lot worse. You know, I hope that makes sense. But Dan, thank you very much for your call. And yeah, our debt's out of control. I, I really don't know what we're going to do to solve this. What Whoever is going to be the next president. So if Donald Trump gets a second term or it's Joe Biden, this is going to be the, the toughest thing ever. You know, if Joe Biden gets into office, he's going to blame it all on Trump. Oh, this is all Trump's fault. Why we are in so much debt? And then he's going to look at the highest wage earners and he's going to tax them like crazy. Like it's um, like you're in California. Let's just go 50% of your income going straight out the door. You know, they're, they're going to try to take that model and look how great California is doing with managing their finances. Not so much. Or if it's Donald Trump, he's going to go back and say, this is China's fault. At least he's going to say, we're going to try to make some of this up in the back end, and we're going to try to at least get some of this paid back by the perpetrators. So as you continue to negotiate deals and trade with some other countries— Earmark some of that money that China is going to have to pay in these tariffs you've been talking about as a way to try to pull off and try to either forgive a lot of this national debt that they may have or a particular pay it off directly so we can start moving in the right direction. But economically speaking, I think you want to play the numbers and you want to put a nice solid bedrock down to try to work on this national debt as opposed to the other way around, which is we're just going to assume... Everyone's going to be taxed at a higher rate and they're going to be OK with it. And they're not going to adjust or try to find a way to move their money around as if we're just naive that people that have high paid accountants will just sit back and take it. I don't think so. So that's that's part of the problem. I, I, I feel like economically speaking, we're going to be in a much better spot if Donald Trump does his thing as opposed to a Joe Biden. Stimulus wise, they both want a second stimulus package. They're probably going to do a second stimulus package. I don't like the idea of it. Um, Of course, it's appealing as an individual. Oh, you'll get another check through the mail. But that temptation is going to really hurt us. So think about it this way. You might get a couple uh, thousand dollars if you're a family, right, straight up. But you know what's going to happen in the future? Obviously, your taxes are going to go up either way. They're going to pay for it some other way. They're going to have neglected schools, roads, bridges. They're going to keep pushing the infrastructure things back. All these other things that are going on, not even a chance. And even if you're a Democrat, think about it this way. All this green stuff that you want done, oh, everything's got to be so economical or whatever. Throw that out the window, too, because now you can't afford any of the stuff you want. Not even a chance of it. So it's, it's not good. It's going to put us back a lot of years before we can get back on track. Uh, it's just not fun. We're in a tough spot. It's a spot we didn't want to be in, but we're in a tough spot. we got to at least put someone in that we think is going to handle it best. I think it's Donald Trump. This is Overnight America KMOX.
2: Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring. The flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com.
6: Overnight America text message said, Hi Ryan, I was one of those that lost my job due to the NAFTA deal. That was 12 years ago. Yeah, NAFTA goes back to Bill Clinton. And then on that, I don't know when the other uh, legislation came in that tried to help with schooling afterwards. But hey, don't forget, Joe Biden said, oh, just learn how to code. You know, it's not that difficult, right? You lose your job as a coal miner, just learn to code. Isn't that ridiculous? So I think the approach of trying to, to do everything you can to bring companies back and manufacturing over here, getting rid of NAFTA. That was something I don't think a lot of politicians had the guts to do. So good for him. I mean, you have to give credit where credit is due, even if you don't like uh, Donald Trump. All right, so let me do this real quick. Love Kevin Colleen. Kevin Colleen does an amazing job with the whole other story. And how about we play one?
8: Uh, I got into boxing as uh, I was fighting on the streets. I used to fight and get in trouble all the time. And I started knocking people out and I realized I had talent. God give talent. God-given talent to knock people out? Yes.
4: Michael Livingston is a 29-year-old boxer from St. Louis. He says he has had 25 wins and five losses in amateur boxing and one win and three losses in pro boxing. His big dream?
8: Big dream is to to get my mom out of a bad neighborhood and uh, see for my kids. How many children do you have? I have two little girls.
4: To get there, He's been training for an upcoming boxing event.
8: Uh, the upcoming event is supposed to be in Vegas in like two or three weeks. And I'm I'm, I'm basically raising money for like the hotel and stuff and like boxing shoes because I don't have the money for it.
4: And if you were to win that, what would that do for your career?
8: Uh, it would do good because I need a win.
4: As a boxer, Livingston says his hero is Mike Tyson.
8: Yeah, Mike Tyson, I look up to him as far as... He gets in the ring and handles business and knocks people out and within seconds. Sir. What's
4: the secret of fighting? Um, what do you watch for when you're fighting somebody?
8: Uh, you watch their stomach. You watch their, their movements and their eyes. That eyes tell everything. That signals
4: where they're going to throw next? Yes, sir. Are you a good ducker?
8: Yes, I'm good ducker.
4: There's a lot of movies about boxing. What's your favorite boxing movie? Uh, I would say Rocky. Rocky Balboa. He jogs all around the city to get ready for the fight. Do you jog around St. Louis? Yes, I do. do I jog. I walk around. You walk or jog? Walk, walk jog. Walk. No, I walk. Rocky walk. didn't walk. I walk, run. What's your routine? Are you working out like Rocky? Yeah, right now, right now. Or punch punch the sides of beef in a meat locker? Yeah, I'll be
8: shadow, shadow boxing in uh, public places.
4: Next time we see you, where do you jog? Will we see you shadow boxing?
8: Down Downtown, downtown by the arch. You by the run way. up the steps of the arch like Rocky? Yeah, I run up the steps about 10, 15 times, and run around the park. Wow. What time of day do you do that? Around 7 o'clock in the morning. Wow. That is like Rocky. Yep, that yeah, it is sure. You is. eat the uh,
4: raw eggs like Rocky before <laughs> no, you go. Ahead?
8: I don't eat the raw eggs. What do you
4: eat? What, you know, what do you get for protein?
8: Uh ta- toast. Uh, pop tarts. Pop tarts. I don't eat pop tarts. He <laughs> just got me with that. When you got me with that.
4: <laughs> that's aspiring professional boxer Michael Livingston of St. Louis, training and hoping for a big win in Las Vegas. With a whole nother story, I'm Kevin Killeen. Oh, that's
6: funny. What do you eat for breakfast for protein? pop tarts <laughs> all right well that does it for overnight america tonight a replay of the first two hours of the yankee radio special will be coming up next so if you wanted to catch that you can join me again tomorrow for part two of the special i know you're going to enjoy it I, and i'm hoping that you get to sit back and relax and enjoy it have a great night bye
1: with the lonely rain i could see your face again change the